Shannon Johnson and Dan Blanc are just two guys who love the fencing industry and are here to help you grow your company and find solutions to your business challenges. So buckle up and hold on tight as they take you on this ride called My Fence Life. Hey guys, Cannon here from Jackson Fence Company on this bonus episode Saturday. Dan, the date is 6-11-2022. The time is 12-27 p.m. And we are recording a bonus episode podcast. I'm Cannon from Jackson, Tennessee. This is my co-host Dan Blount from down in Louisiana in the bayou. Yeah. Oh, man. Working on a Saturday in the office, trying to get some things done. Doing a bunch of prepping, man. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on, and Absolutely. I'm just trying to stay on top of it. I got like 61 emails in the inbox. I'm like, I got to get those down. <sighs> I got to pay some bills. I still haven't got that process set up. You're fortunate enough. You got Sheena doing that for you. That is still on my plate, but hopefully it won't be for long. Money. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully that won't be for long, man. So, man, you had an interesting week, huh? What happened? And Dan, I think all of my weeks are interesting. Uh, and first, before we dive into my week, let's talk about today. Today is Saturday, okay? And a lot of people say, hey, I want to go in. I want to do my own business because I want to work for myself and I want to have the uh, autonomy to work when I want and not when I want or not at all even. <laughs> well, here it is, Saturday, 12, 28 p.m. And we're both at work. Yeah, yeah, I just I just got a text from a buddy of mine. He's like, "Hey, we're going down to T Rivers for drinks. Y'all want to meet?" And I'm like, eh, "I'm working, bro. I'm That's working." Right. But well, I had fun, I had fun last night, though, man. Yeah, you know, went out. Balance. Yeah, <laughs> watch that word balance. I don't like that word. Hey, listen, <laughs> I've got a wife and two kids, so I I, I do. Uh, that's that's a priority of mine. So hey, look, today's Saturday. Yeah, I'm working. I've been in the shop doing some things. Uh, I need to be on my computer more. I've got a lot of jobs sold that we need to get into our schedule, and that's one of the things that I do here. But I also like doing everybody else's job, I guess, because I always neglect my stuff in lieu of like doing other things around the place. Yeah, that's been my problem, man. I've had a bunch of meetings this week, Zooms, uh, hiring guys, all this stuff, and it just takes away from my time. So that's why I'm in the office today doing what I got to do to make it happen. So while we're talking here, like Ken and I normally do, I'm going to be doing a little bit of work, if you don't mind, buddy, paying some bills, clicking and clacking and cha-changing. <laughs> So, uh, you hear me? Uh, you froze up, buddy. I'm froze up, huh? Yeah. Yellow, yellow, yellow. I can still hear you, though. Oh, well, you act like you can hear me. Hey, that's all that matters, really, is the video or the audio, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we're going we're gonna to put this on YouTube. So, right, guys, right. if you want to watch this, we'll have this on YouTube. We're recording it. But, uh, so today, look, we've got a, we've got a guy, Mitch Goodwin. Um, Mitch uh, has served in the paramedic EMS field for about 40 years. Okay? Really? So you do the math there. So we know he's at least 40, and you don't start working when you're one. So we, you can kind of begin to uh, guess his age just based off the information I've given you, right? right? So anyway, he has entered into like semi-retirement, okay? Okay, all right. And, and so he has come to work for us on um, the weekend, and other hours, and dude, what he does here, he is—he has become our 
I'm going to call him like the equipment manager. So he's keeping track of all the oil changes, the PMs, the tire rotation. Uh, the he's out right now trying to figure out how to make some trailer lights work. And we all know if you've ever hauled trailers for any period of time, that can be a real PI. <laughs> yeah. So this is the cat you were telling me the small engine repairs and works on vehicles. And yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, his background, uh, you're paramedic for about 40 years. And um, about 30 years ago, he was working in um, Selmer, Tennessee, which is McNary County. And so McNary County had their own EMS, McNary County EMS. And he told me this story about in that time frame back in like, I guess the 80s, late 80s or whatever. He had this idea uh, and asked his supervisor, like, hey, man, do you think that I could... I could work on the ambulances and like change the oil, you know, uh-huh, do the uh-huh. brake, stuff like that. And he said, his supervisor was like, are you serious? And he was like, yeah, I'm serious. And he <laughs> said, up to that point, there was never like a, uh, a maintenance program or a schedule. Right. And so he basically um, developed a, a system for the McNary County EMS um, the ambulance fleet to where everything was happening periodically and on time and okay. was recorded and wrote down. Yeah. And so he's bringing that history that he has here to Jackson Fence where we generally change the oil, um, you know, a couple of thousand miles late. And we're like, oh, wow, <laughs> we need to change the oil. We are like black in this joker, you know? So he's, 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 he's coming here and he's working one or two days a week, which is freaking phenomenal and he's choosing to do it um pretty often on the weekend when huh. well the trucks yeah the trucks are there and stuff we yeah. use that uh that app bouncy and we mm-hmm. whenever we get an oil change we stick it in there and then we right. get an alert and it says hey change the oil but you know what happens i put it on my uh hey we got to get the oil change list on the calendar and it gets moved from this saturday to the next saturday the next thing you know it's three weeks later and we're getting it changed so you're you're avoiding that Trying to, yeah, yeah, that's a good deal, bro. And and like and now that. the the crews they do a report each week. Um, it's a tool inventory report, really, is what it is for the trucks. And but the very first question is, what's your truck number? And the second question is, how many miles do you have until an oil change? Okay, uh, now, good idea. Uh, yeah, it's being tracked twice. So Mitch is tracking it through his little pocket notebook. Like it's super like retired guy method here like he has a freaking notebook <laughs> in his pocket and i'm like dude i love it he's like man do you think i need a, a binder or like a, a spreadsheet i'm like no man like i am totally digging the freaking pocket deal like if that's how you need to do it that's how my dad would do it you know like yeah so yeah my grandpa it. he had that little uh little pocket little uh tablet he had yeah. uh he had a had pencil a notebook like a real legit paper right yeah 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 and then he had a uh he had a pencil with one of those metal things that just slid down it, and it had a round advertisement on it. Had that clipped in his pocket. Yeah, he was ready to go. Listen, there, there's a lot to be said uh, about an older gentleman who, who knows how to work, and they are prepared. They know where their stuff is. Yep. Son, don't you mess with any of it. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> Hey, I'm cool, man. That's what I need. I, I ain't messing with your stuff, man. This is your 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 corner. You tell me what you need me to do, and I'll stay out your way. You know? um, and the only time I have to deal with them, I'm like, hey, uh, Mitch, we got a trailer that's that's not lighting, and 
He's been under that tra- truck and trailer combination for about three hours. I feel bad for him, but you know what? Every time I go out there, I say, hey, what's going on? He's in a great mood, and and, and, and he's like, hey, I'm not going to rig this up. Just so you know, Ken, I'm going to make this right. I'm going to do it right. the way that it needs to be done. And what more can you ask for, you know? If it takes you an, an entire day to get a trailer to, to, to light up and to be wired up correctly, uh-huh. I'd say that's a good day. It's worth it, man. Absolutely. So that's where we are. Um, he's been with us for about four weeks now. And like, so the whole idea of like the preventative maintenance, that sounds good. But he came into a time where like, dude, we've been going 90 to nothing for six years and ain't nobody maintained anything. And so like, he's got a laundry list, huh? Yeah. 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 There's a backlog, you know? I bet. I bet. Yeah. So anyways, that's what's going on here today. Uh, but you asked about my week. So, Dan, you saw the TikTok. You saw the videos. I did. We received our very first uh, first container of Olympus vinyl uh, through Joshua Glover, Mr. Fence of Florida. Okay. Um, was it Thursday? Yes, yeah, Thursday. And, Dan, listen, it's a 40-foot deep container, <laughs> almost 8-foot wide, almost 8-foot tall. And... It's amazing because if you were to build it in the same format, take it out, undo it all, eight foot by eight foot, it's going to be like 120 feet long. Like, it's amazing they how much in stuff it? was in this container. Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> having a forklift, that doesn't really matter. Having pallets, it doesn't. I mean, you have to literally go in there, start with a freaking ladder, and just pull the first piece out, and then boom, boom. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's no... Um, there's no like, oh, hey, let's back up to the dock and we'll drive the forklift in there and unload our pallets of product like most vinyl distributors do. Uh-huh. You know? This stuff is crammed packed. Like it's, it's, they made shipping as efficient as possible. There's no wasted space. And to put this into perspective, vinyl fencing, uh, typically we're using a five, five by five post. Okay. Uh-huh. Inside of a five by five post, there were several different combinations how they did this, but inside of a five by five post, that's a big hole, you know? So what are we going to do with that five by five space? We're certainly not going to leave it empty. We're going to put some shit in there, bro. Damn right they did. So look, inside of that five by five post will be a four by four post, okay? Uh-huh. Inside of that four by four post um, would be a uh, like like a two inch by, uh, or not, not a two inch, an inch and three quarter by three and a half inch, two of those. Okay. Okay. And then inside of those would be two inch and a half pieces. So like you'd have one post and you pull out another post and then and then you pull out two more pieces and then you pull out four more pieces. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One post was really eight pieces. You know what I mean? <laughs> well look, I know you sent me a video of the truck. Like, we got this truck. It looked normal. Yeah, it looked normal. I'm like, all right. Then he opened up the door and he sent me a video of them opening the door. And I was like, holy shit. And even then, you can't wrap your head around it, dude. No, you can't. But I did. You know what I sent back, right? I sent back a text message that said, hey, boss, I'm tired. I'm going home. (laughs) So we started unloading that thing at 10 a.m. And and listen, my team is not, uh, they're not slow. They're not weak. They're not lazy. They work pretty much the whole time. And in fact, we ordered pizza, okay? And we took shifts, so like the truck continued to be unloaded. So like two guys came out of the truck, and then two guys went in. Like that process never quit. Okay, from ten a.m. to what? To like five, maybe four thirty, maybe four thirty. Seven hours. Two forklifts, all the pallets you can imagine. 
like going all in. Um, two people in the truck at all times, about four people outside of the truck most of the time. Later in the day when some of the production team was getting back, we just started putting them in. So at one point we had like 12 people, you know, working this thing. And it took, it was, we started at 10, it was probably 6.30 in the evening before we finally got it all like put up and put away. Uh, and then we were ready. You know, we were as ready as you could possibly be. Had racks built for it. And then honestly, Dan, there's there's still pieces inside of pieces that we haven't pulled out yet. Like, really? So, so what are you going to do, man? You're going to go ahead and uh, go, all right, I had this many people. I had this much money it cost me to unload all this stuff. I don't even know how many people or money it was. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you can figure it out. Maybe. You know? And then you got to take into consideration uh, the it money. thousand dollars to unload it easy. I yeah, and then you got to take into consideration the money you spent building those racks that you put it in. That I saw on the video. Those racks are permanent. They'll be with, they'll be with Jackson fans forever. Those are nice. Right. So you got to yeah. figure that in. You got to figure in the time that BJ took to weld all those up, right? Which is one time. Right. But I'm talking about for this first load. Mm-hmm. You got to add all that into your cost, right? Well, no, no, like that. Those, those racks are, are are fixed assets. Those are. We have I'm talking about the cost for this time, right? What now? The cost for this load. Yeah, but that I can't add the racks in because that this load we would they're just in the racks. We will replenish this load, and even 15 years from now, we'll still be using those racks. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to factor those racks or BJ's time building those racks into the cost of this material. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It makes a lot of sense. So, so those are just that's just a fixed asset for Jackson Fence Company that we'll, we'll, we'll we will run with forever. You know, um, if we ever stop doing vinyl, those racks will be used to hold, um, you know, chain link pipe or lumber or something. That there's it's all Schedule Forty. It's it's heavy, like super heavy. Oh, okay. Uh, and and you know they're not going anywhere. And I, it, it's important to me. Look, I did a lot of stuff, uh, and still sometimes I, I do stuff. Um kind of quickly or kind of halfway, but the older I get, the more we get into this, the more I realize that, hey, Jackson Fence isn't going to end, and hopefully, right? Like that's, I don't, like, I'm, we're six years in now, I'm like, okay, this actually is working, and, uh, you know, I think this is going to be around for uh, hopefully the rest of my life, you know? And, and so we've built racks prior that weren't completely thought out or we just use what we had or, you know, things. We've put boxes on trucks, and now we got to go back and change what we put on trucks because it wasn't right. It wasn't done right. It was done quickly with what was available locally. And, hey, how do we buy boxes locally and, and have them on the truck by 4 o'clock? Those type of decisions usually aren't the best. And so as I get older into this or longer into this, I'm making more methodical decisions like, okay, if it takes an entire week to build four racks that will last for 15 to 20 years, uh-huh. I think we should do it that way, you know, yeah. versus going out there and like, hey, I think this will hold it, you know, probably last for a couple of years, but we got it. It's paid for. Let's just do it and we can do it fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. I make decisions now more for, um, I don't want to do it again. We built a lot of uh, pipe racks out here in our yard for chain link pipe, and they don't work. They don't work. The guy that built them didn't. He didn't think it through. I don't know what he was thinking. And and, and so we've got I don't know twenty different racks that just don't do a good job. 
You can uh-huh. only put so much into it before it becomes a problem. And so now we're having to go back and rebuild 20 racks. Like we already have this. We, if we would have just done it right from the get go, uh, we wouldn't have to be redoing it. So the more I get into this, the more I'm like, all right, let's do it once and let's do it right. You know, and, well, and let's make it affordable too, because I think at some point we're going to move, you know, so that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I will tell you this, man. Um, I had some bad news yesterday afternoon about my yard. So I was working out a deal with this guy, and we're going to go ahead and, you know, be in this yard. And the guy, there's two partners, and this one guy got bought out by the other guy. So now my whole deal is down the drain because I probably didn't do it right. So now they're telling me they want to develop that property where I'm at. So <sighs> I think I might have to move my yard, bro, and I'm not happy about it. Wow. Yeah. Imagine that. Because it's sold to another individual or? Yeah. So, you know, there was uh, Chase and Steven. I was dealing with Chase. And apparently Chase and Steven weren't getting along. So Steven bought out. Steven got another partner to come in and help him buy out Chase. So now I got Steve and new partner and new partner has plans for the property where I'm at. So my lease is up. It was a renewable lease we're doing every year. And so now I got to sit down with him, figure out what money I got invested and what we're going to do. Are you sure? Are you sure you have to move or... I'm not sure, but I'd rather plan for the worst and, mm. you know, mm. and so I'm not too happy about that, but what you going to yeah. do? I don't know. That's, that's sucks, man. That's, that's, <laughs> Imagine. Life, I mean, we're, we're kind of in the same, same situation here that that could happen any day, you know? And even though I don't think it will, I always keep that in the back of my head, you know? Yeah. And I always think about this too, like, man, my landlord can just ride by and see, like, oh, they have a lot of stuff. They're doing well. Right. Like, where would they go? You know? Yeah. Or could I just up the rent and like they don't have a choice but to pay me? You know, I always think about that kind of stuff. Like, man. And so I try not to involve the landlord ever like if the toilet stops up or we have like a problem like we just try to fix it and never call him just <laughs> keep, keep the text flowing you know what i mean yeah um and, i don't know so and we, we got a heck of a deal where we are i feel like and i, I, I love our location i love our landlord and i don't want to I, I never want to have to move so yeah i like where i'm at man and i'm established there fortunately the buildings i have are uh uh portable portable to an extent i'd have to take them apart and move them but yeah mm-hmm. so and i literally we, just I got that. i literally just paid to get power brought into there well actually i didn't pay just yet i, I signed the work order which <laughs> reminds yeah. me hey uh electric company about about that yeah 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 so, see the way my uh, see the way my, way my lease is uh structured i'm uh, gonna put this on hold <laughs> until i talk to this cat yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like three grand to get power brought in there. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not too happy about that. So I'm looking for the email right now, so I can say, "Yo, let's hold off on that." 
Hey, Dan, you posted something on Facebook, one of the Facebook pages, uh, about the Apex company, Apex. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. Are you familiar? Yeah. What, where was that? Well, what what'd you, what'd you ask again? What company I said, uh, what, which fence company? And what page is this on, first of all? Uh, the Fence Professionals Network. Which company is at the uh, pinnacle or the apex? And I had a reason for that. The, the post went right, so that and I was post, going left. What now? Uh, the the post went right, and I was going left. <laughs> uh, what is that? Fuck me. Dude, I'm reading this email. They're supposed to go today and do the electric. I, um, I'm i a moderator on that page. Let me see here. Yeah, okay. So you said which fence company out there in the entire world is at the pinnacle, the apex. Look like um, Superior Fence and Rail got a lot of recognition on Yeah, that. but I don't think they're the guys. They're not the ones. I know they're Seeger or something. So, mm-hmm. so what do you mean they went left when you were trying to go right? What does everybody that mean? was going into the, uh, you know, well we got commercial, we got rent. Look, man, I just want to know who's a big dog on the block. I don't care if you're commercial, residential. Who are you? Mm-hmm. Because I'm setting goals, and I got to figure out what my goal needs to be. You know, like uh, people give old Seth Curry a hard time. Because they say, you know, what, what is your goal? And he said, my goal is to be better than Michael Jordan. And people are like, <laughs> whatever. And he's like, uh, shouldn't that be everybody's goal? That plays in the, uh, in the NBA? To be better than Michael Jordan? To be better than, uh, I don't watch basketball. Who's the other guy? LeBron? Shouldn't he? A guy, yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't that be everybody's goal to be better than them? <clears throat> you know, so I want to know. I want to know who the big guy is, and then once I find out who the big guy is, then I'm going to go do some research on him and find out what he's doing, where he's doing it, how he's doing it. And my goal is going to be to be bigger than him. Now, will I ever be bigger than him? I don't know, but I won't know until I make a goal to try to achieve it, right? And secondly. Uh, what if I get half as big as him? I might not have ever made it that far if I didn't have my goal bigger than what it is, big as big as it is. Right? Yeah, everybody's entitled to their own goal. I just want to have a good, a good, a good life and a and a and a, and a company that that's strong and full of people who who need a job and and like their job. Um, no, I but, I understand that. I'm, I, that's I, I know where you're going with this, but I'm not doing this because I want to be big. You know, it's not about being big. I'd rather be small and more profitable than a bigger guy. It's got to be well rounded. I want to be big. I want to be profitable. And you know, I see what Matt Warner's doing. He's like, I got 77 guys working for me, and I I really think I'm gonna have some guys that retire with me. You know, I'm, yeah. I, my goal is to build a legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, Sam Walton, he built a legacy, man. So 
I want to build a legacy. I want it to be profitable. I want it to help people. You know, um, I want people to live good lives because they're involved with my goal. And I don't want to say mine, but with our goal, because it's going to be our goal. Uh, I'm working on it right now, so I say it's mine. But this is our goal, you know. Right. And I want everybody to be part of this. So that's where I was going. I'm kind of a visionary guy. I listen to Dan. Dan Wheel is a visionary board podcast. Most people probably didn't listen to it all the way through. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I didn't listen to it all the way through. But I'm a I'm a I'm a visionary guy, and you know, I remember when I was like, man, one day I'm gonna have a Rolex. I had a Rolex as my lock screen on my phone for like six or seven years. Guess what? I own that Rolex now. You know, my truck that I'm driving, uh, I had it. Hey, man, this is my goal. This is what I'm going to get. Granted, at the time I could have got it. It was more about me just doing it. Now I'm driving it. So I'm trying to find a new goal to put as my lock screen on my phone. And it might be Seeger Fence and Supplies sign or something to do with them or whoever the big guy is on the lock screen of my phone and every day I'm going to look at it. That's what I'm going to be striving for. You know, we, uh, I played a video for my guys and, uh, matter of fact, I don't even know where it's at. It's pretty, it, 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 it's, it hits home. I can't watch it without tearing up. <clears throat> I'm going to pull it up and I'm going to email it to you. So maybe you can, uh, Maybe you can show it. It's on YouTube. Okay. And, uh... You love... Whoa. Well, we're doing a podcast. Maybe we'll do this Wednesday. <clears throat> but it's uh, the death crawl scene from Facing the Giants, the movie. Have you seen that? Yep, yep. Where he, uh, he blindfolds Brock, throws that kid on his back. And he's like, I can make it to the 30 with the guy on my back, but to the 50 without him. He's like, well, we're going to put him on your back and we're going to blindfold you. Good stuff, man. And he ends up making it all the way to the end, to the uh, end zone. Well, that's me, man. You know, I'm I'm taking ground every day and I'm carrying the entire Fence King team, but I can't do it without them. So there's a scene in there where he's doing his death crawl and off to the right, you see all the whole team standing up, just watching and all. Well, he can't do what he's doing without all of them. But somebody's got to take the ground and be the head man. So that's right. That's what I'm doing. So I need to have a goal. And that's why I did it. I wanted to see what everybody's opinion was, who the big man is on the block. You know, some people made, you know, Oh, yeah, if he's at the apex now, it's only down from here, blah, 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 you know, whatever. It's not what I'm looking for. I don't need all that. Who's the big well, man? In terms of revenue, we'll never know, you know what I mean? No, uh, you won't know, but, you know, you got a guy that's got, you know, 70 locations, and they're not franchises. They're 70 locations. You know, there's a big difference. Somebody was saying Superior and Rail, and I don't feel like those are the guys because those are franchises. You know? I want a guy who's 
making money and has a huge legacy that he's going to leave behind. You know, my picture will be up on a hallway somewhere. Yeah, that's our founder and everybody just keeps walking. (laughs) But, you know, you got a family man, right? Oh, yeah. Don't sleep on old uh, old Zach Payton and the Superior team, though, man. No, I'm not sleeping on them, but they're, you know, they're definitely not the guys. There's definitely bigger people out there. I don't know, man. We'll so, see. Um, I know Caleb Roth has talked about that, that guy out in uh, California. I think that's the Seeger guy. I think that's his name. I don't know. Seeger is from the East Coast. He's from the East. Yeah. So that was the reason for my post. But anyway. Well, the good thing is, from your post, we got introduced to a lot of evidently great uh Great people, great companies that we can have on our podcast. So, yeah, uh, I I thought maybe your your intention of the post was like, hey, who's awesome in the fence company? We want to know who that person is because if we want them to be a guest <laughs> on our show, and like, dude, there's a lot of freaking names on this on this list. Uh, there is. There's, there's companies that we didn't we didn't know existed. I love more than anything that David Gatto, man, he's such a freaking believer. He made the first comment and he commented future solutions. He's like, no. Nah, that's us. We're at the top, baby. And you know what? <laughs> They're doing for. I I love watching his stuff on 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 the on the social media. Uh, he's not ashamed of what he's doing. He's he's proud. You can see the pride that he has. And um, uh, I mean, I just all I see Dan when I see David Goddard going live is semi after semi after semi after semi vinyl fence coming off the truck like every day. Um, a lot of people recommended Mr. Fence, you know. Uh, John says, hey, he's so big, he travels the country teaching others. Like, there's no doubt in my mind, Sean King is freaking a pioneer when it comes to um, fence industry consulting and teaching and coaching. And um, he he he's only able to do that because he, he he knows what he's doing, but he has a demand. Like, people are, are requesting, hey, man, come to, come to Florida. Uh, I was watching his video last night, and then he's leaving Florida. Uh, I guess he's going to drive back to Indiana just to fly all the way to Seattle, Washington. So um, I cannot imagine having that kind of demand where, where the whole country, each state is, is, you know, throwing out invitations. Like, come teach us, come teach us, come right. teach us. You know, yeah, there's a uh, lot. There's a lot of people on this list that were uh, really influential. Um, I made the list. Did you? Yeah, oh, that's right. You did. I did see you on there. <laughs> beside, beside, guess who? <laughs> who said it? Luke Gibson, and and you know, if Luke says it, man. Oh, that's right. right. He talked about Luke. the culture at your company. Hey, Luke knows what's up, man. He's he's, he's he, he pays attention, but man, he had a real thoughtful uh, converse or, or comment here. I really like the fact that he highlighted AAA fence out of Daytona, Florida. And then I haven't told you this, but I I, I enjoy watching their um, their social media stuff too. And uh, honestly, like back in you know the first race of the year, NASCAR race of the year is at Daytona, and they had to fix the fence overnight. It was like a ten foot tall. Oh, tall that's who that is. Okay. Table. Yeah, and we should have had them on the show like immediately when that happened. Like that was some cool stuff. Like um what kind of equipment people stuff do you have to have on hand to 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 be able to fix that fence, you know, at a moment's notice, you know? Um, and make that happen overnight, right? Yeah. Freaking like 
one inch cable running through the fence. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's insane. That's insane. It was impressive. You know what I mean? They worked all night long, and I guess on a Saturday night and Sunday, um, Sunday afternoon they were racing. So got it done, and that's what matters. Yeah. Um, and getting it done, I feel like, is what pays the bills. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure that was a that was a well paid job. Uh, I would think, even if it wasn't, they got a ton of uh, publicity off of it. Um, yeah, they did. I need to follow those guys. I didn't realize that's who that was. So there's a company, I guess, in Peer- named Peerless Fence. It says they have 10 branches across the Midwest, including Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and Northern Kentucky. What a spread. Um, he says, we do over $50 million a year. One owner for the whole company. We're actively growing and teaming up with other companies. That's yeah, Peerless that. Fence. Um, that's, that's very widespread. But those are the Those are the people you never hear about that, in my mind, are like just really blowing and going and doing and never saying, hey, look at us. You know what I mean? So, um, Well, yeah, we got some good guys on here that we can uh, interview for the podcast, definitely. I didn't think about it like that, man. I was more focusing on uh, trying to get some information so I can set my goal. That's right. Well, look, I don't hate to cut you short, but it's Saturday, and I got – check this out, man. See that guy sitting right there? He's our next uh, Fence King team member. Okay. I got to interview that cat. So Okay. I've already done an application, so he's on his next phase of the interview. And hopefully we hire him today, and uh, we got a new team member. What's the name? Uh, his name is Andrew. He can't hear you, so don't talk to him. <laughs> so, anyway... Uh, I'm going to call it Saturday. Thanks for the phone call, man. It's been a couple of days since I actually talked to you. That's the show, really. We haven't really talked. It's been, hey, hey, I'm busy. I got to go. So I like this. Anyway. All right, guys. Y'all keep on fencing. And uh, Ken and I will uh, I'll talk to you later, man. Later. All right. Bye.